Welcome to the Healthy Hair Podcast. Your host, Dr. Amy Brenner, is a board-certified OBGYN with additional certifications in functional and integrative medicine. This podcast is meant to help women find reliable, relevant information to help them feel better, look better, and live better. Here, you will hear in-depth information about hormones, sexual medicine, aesthetics, cosmetic gynecology, and functional medicine. Hey everyone, thanks for joining in. Today we're going to talk about something almost everybody has, and that's hair. Specifically, we're going to talk about unwanted hair and one way to remove it, which is laser or laser hair removal. Or actually, in my opinion, it really should be called laser hair reduction. But anyway, really popular uh, treatment in our practice. And I have a special guest who has been doing laser hair removal for a really long time, even before she joined our practice. And she's a nurse practitioner, and her name is Brittany Fowler. So welcome, Brittany. Hi, thanks for having me. Before we get into it, just want to give everybody a little bit about your background and who you are. Yeah. So I have been a nurse practitioner, it's crazy to think, but going on eight years now. And I started out in primary care and then decided I wanted a little bit better family life, work-life balance. So got into some of the urgent care and then discovered functional medicine, which led me to your office. So been here with Dr. Brenner now for about a year. Yeah. And I would say out of everybody, you're probably the one in our practice that has the most experience because you had a job where you primarily did this laser hair removal of like, I don't know, 40 hours a week-ish. Yeah, I dabbled in aesthetics, um, starting with Botox and fillers, but the majority of what I did at my previous job was laser hair removal. Yeah. So how common is wanting to have laser hair removal, or actually, how common is having unwanted hair or hair that you don't want it? Very common. Hair that you don't want (laughs) Yeah, very common. I think both in men and women, I think that's the common misconception is that it's primarily females that want hair removed. But we see a lot of men wanting laser hair removal as well. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not just, you know, I have excessive hair, like something is wrong, like on my upper lips that would make you think of a medical problem, which we can talk about later. But even people that have hair that's normal amount and normal distribution sometimes don't like it. Yeah, absolutely. If you have hair anywhere on your body that you're frequently shaving, that in turn is going to cause some skin irritation, just the constant razor burns and we have patients coming in complaining of razor bumps where they're just constantly shaving and that's irritating for patients and they don't like it it's aesthetically not pleasing and so you can do laser hair removal anywhere where you just don't want to shave frequently yeah so me personally I think I've almost had my whole body (laughs) lasered but it was to the point for me where I was literally shaving my legs under my arms every day and now I've gotten to the point where I don't know I might shave before a vacation like just to kind of have that smooth feeling um but otherwise like if I go on vacation I don't bring a laser like I hardly ever shave yeah that's nice right in the spring and in the summer when you're in 
bikinis and shorts and skirts, not having to shave frequently is wonderful. So where are the where can somebody get laser hair removal treated? Like what body parts are what's the most common body parts that we'll start with women and then we'll go to men? I would say for women, most common is probably just like you said, you're not having to shave on vacation on your underarms and your bikini line. For women, that's primarily the concern there. We get a lot of legs and upper lip for women, but mostly it's the bikini line and the underarms. What about for men? Men is probably the back. We see we treat a lot of men on their back. Yeah. Back and chest, I think. Mm-hmm. Where else can somebody have laser hair removal done? Anywhere. I mean, you could do arms, legs. I have a couple of patients that I've even done their fingers Mm -hmm. because they have bothersome hair on their fingers and it's embarrassing for them and they want it removed. Yeah. I've done my toes. Yeah. So because I used to have to periodically shave my big toe. I think that's the nice thing about it is that you can literally do it anywhere. What does somebody need to know before they do laser hair removal? Are there any special instructions that you need to know about ahead of time? Or do anything ahead of time before you get laser hair removal? Before you come into the office for a treatment, typically we're going to have a consult with you. Explain the do's and don'ts. I think the biggest thing is waxing. It's never a good idea to wax the area before a treatment because we're treating the hair at the level of the follicle. So if you're waxing it, you're pulling it out of the follicle. There's basically nothing left for us to treat. Yeah, there's no target for the laser to Correct. see. Correct. Because it's not, it, the laser is actually not seeing the hair that you see on your skin. The laser is targeting what's underneath the skin. Yes. Or the hair follicle, which we can't see. Right. So you can shave about 48 hours before you come in for a treatment, but really, and it, that includes not just waxing, any kind of nair products or any kind of product that's going to remove the hair from the follicle, we wouldn't want you to do. Yeah. Um, who's a candidate for it? Is Is it just any unwanted hair or? Yeah, anywhere, as long as the hair is dark. So some redheads have trouble. I mean, if the hair is red, white, blonde, gray, it's not going to be treatable. And can you explain the reason why? Like, why won't the laser work for that? Sure. So the laser is treating it, as you said, at the follicle, and it's targeting pigmented, pigment or melanin in the skin. So if the hair is light... And again, it doesn't have to be just, I think people think it's, oh, well, my blonde hair is not treatable, but it's not just blonde. It's red, white, gray. None of that is dark enough for the laser to see it. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned, I've essentially had my whole body treated. Um, My teenage girls, I've treated their underarms and upper lips and... um, and, and I've even treated my husband and for his back. And I got to be honest, like my husband never kind of finished the process because he's like, that hurts. So let's talk to people about what it feels like and what we can do in our practice to help with some of that discomfort compared to what maybe a 
like a medispa or a non-doctor's office does for um, discomfort? Sure. It's definitely not comfortable. I always try to (laughs) caution patients. I mean, we're zapping you with this laser, unfortunately, over and over again to get you the best results. And that can be painful almost, not even just uncomfortable. So in our office... I think it kind of feels like somebody's snapping a rubber band at you, but... That's exactly what it feels like. But it's over and over and over and over again. Yes. So. Yes. So for me, if I'm just getting like one little spot, like the other day I found like three little hairs on like the corner of my mouth. I'm like, okay, I'm not really going to do anything for three pulses of the laser. But if I'm going to do my bikini area, my whole legs, I I usually am like, okay, this is like a lot of rubber band stamps. So well, and especially for women, if you're doing that bikini line, I mean, that's sensitive skin. So like you said, if you're zapping that over and over and over again, I completely agree with you. I think it feels like you're getting hit with a rubber band just over and over and over (laughs) again. And then it becomes, well, how long is this going to take? This is hurting. So there's a couple of things we can do. Our practice offers Pronox, which is great. So you just kind of breathe on it. It's a gas. Just kind of makes you loopy. And you can still drive home that day. So that's nice. And we can also do some numbing creams for you just to kind of take the sting out of it or take the bite out of it. It just takes the edge off and makes it like you can – Literally have your whole body done with kind of that combination. Right. Now, years ago in our practice, we used to have a different kind of laser hair removal. So let's just talk about the device because for somebody that's listening to this, you might be listening like, oh, well, I'm going to get laser hair removal. There's a place right next door to me. But not all devices are created equal. So let's talk about the difference between the lasers and and the wavelengths of lasers that we use versus other kind of treatments that might be considered laser hair removal, but they're really not laser hair removal. It's an IPL. Right. So we have a Candela machine and it does work on different wavelengths. So like you mentioned before, we're targeting it at the follicle. So when you come in, we're going to kind of ask your skin type. And I usually tell patients, this is like a fresh sunburn. So you need to be careful with the sun before and after treatments. And then the laser's targeting all the way down into that follicle to kill the hair follicle itself. So I think that's the difference is when you look at removal versus reduction, course hair growth is hormonal so it's not you know we're not telling patients you're going to be hair free for the rest of your life because it is hormonal but we're targeting it at a deeper level with that laser yeah and we have we have another device um that actually has an ipl and in the past we used an ipl for hair removal i don't think it's any less painful and i do think the results are subpar so i think my take-home message is Make sure they're actually using a laser rather than an, an in, um, intense pulse light device to get rid of the hair because, in my opinion, IPL just doesn't work as well compared to laser. Right. So just a different energy. Um, how many sessions does somebody need and what are the uh, expectations of – because, I, as I mentioned, like every now and then I still will shave my legs um, – 
I might pick up like a few pieces of hair. So not every hair is is gone of just just what can somebody expect? How many treatments do I need? And then after that, what do, what do I expect? Yeah, so usually about six treatments. Now that's with coming in frequently. I mean, we can't see you and then you you come in for a treatment and then we don't see you again for four or five months. I mean, it's pretty frequently that you're going to be coming into the office, depending on the area we're treating, anywhere from four to eight weeks for a treatment. And then really we do, we'd like to see you for packages of six. So it's that continued, you know, we're killing it over and over and over again. And then in between treatments, you're doing things, exfoliating the skin, pulling that dead hair out of the follicles to kind of help give you the results you want. Is all the hair going to be gone at six after six treatments? No. And I think that's the... That's where patients get caught up on, oh, this is going to be great. I'm never going to have to shave again. And that's that's not necessarily true. Again, going back to hair growth hormonal. So like you said, you shave before you just go on vacation. But then while you're there, you don't have to. So it's really a reduction in the hair, but it's not 100% removed. Right. So it's once a year, maintenance is is key. Yeah. Um. What do you have to do afterwards or what can you expect afterwards? I know for me, like I like to take baths and maybe like the night of laser hair removal, it's probably not a good idea to get in a hot bath. And But I've done that before. I'm like, oh, that's a little like kind of like. Swingy. Like, yeah, it's a little like I, I have a sunburn. Yeah, that's exactly what I tell patients. I tell them, treat this laser machine like you just got a fresh sunburn. So if you had a fresh sunburn, you wouldn't be going out in the sun because it would sting. You wouldn't be, even to be careful with strenuous or a lot of exercise where you're really going to be sweating and getting your body temperature up because it's probably going to be uncomfortable. We always give patients aloe immediately after a treatment and tell them when you go home, you can feel free to use aloe just because it gives it that cooling effect, kind of takes the sting out of it. Because actually sometimes the follicles are a little red and puffy and actually slightly irritated because they were lasered. Yeah, absolutely. Some redness is absolutely to be expected. How does somebody know if they need, if they have like a medical problem that's um, having, causing unwanted hair and when should blood tests be done to see if there's a, a medical issue for the unwanted hair? Sometimes it's the location of the hair. So in women, particularly, sometimes we'll see they have a lot of facial hair. It's not just the upper lip. It's the chin. It's the neck. Um, and a lot of times there's other symptoms that go with it. So if you have questions, always, always ask. But a lot of times it's the placement and how much of the hair they have. Yeah. And that's what I think is I, I really like about our practice is if we see somebody that, you know, this isn't a cosmetic procedure for you. This might be, you know, some, you know, it's not that laser hair removal is not indicated for those patients because they still need to remove the hair. The hair that's there is there for good. But you're seeing medical providers in our practice that can detect is is this is this a cosmetic thing or is this a cosmetic thing that also possibly has an underlying medical problem that we need to look into? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
One last question, and I'll let you go, is what about in the summer, um, if you have a tan or for people that are dark skin typed that, you know, we've talked about some of our procedures are actually maybe not the best for people that have darker skin. But what about laser hair removal if you have a tan or have darker skin tones? So I think the problem becomes is it's a matter of your results. So we can change the laser to treat you at a different setting, but you wouldn't want to routinely do that over and over again for all of your treatments because then we're not targeting the correct follicle with the correct laser. So it just becomes, and again, going back to it may be more painful, right? Because again, it's a fresh sunburn. So and then if you already have some some discoloration of your skin from the sun, it's probably going to be that much more painful. Yeah. Hopefully this is helpful. It's really fun to have the the end result. I love laser hair removal. My girls love laser hair removal. I will say my patient, my husband, not so much, but so do our patients. <laughs> have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Hair. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and the web. Go to www dramybrenner.com to learn more. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute as medical advice, the practice of medicine, nursing or other healthcare services. No patient-physician relationship is formed. The information in the podcast and any references, material or links are at the sole discretion of the listener and not meant to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. Listeners should not delay or disregard obtaining medical advice for any medical issues or diagnoses that they may have and should seek medical advice from their healthcare provider for any such conditions.